It's Tuesday, March 7th. You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. Rochester police have confirmed that a second victim has died after the crowd surge at a concert Sunday night at the Main Street Armory. The first woman who died was identified as 33-year-old Rondesia Belton of Buffalo. The identity of the second victim has not yet been released. Authorities are giving that person's family more time before that information is made public. A 35-year-old woman from Rochester and a 35-year-old woman from Syracuse were critically hurt. They were among those who were trans- as panicked concertgoers rushed to the venue's exits because of unfounded fears of gunfire. Police Chief David Smith said there was no evidence that any shots were fired. Police are still investigating possible causes of the fatal stampede. I spoke to 44-year-old Charles Switzer of Rochester, who was at the concert. And uh, note to our listeners, some of his descriptions of the incident are quite graphic. He said there was mass hysteria after someone shouted, they're shooting. Switzer said he never heard anything that sounded like gunfire, but he had no choice about moving to the exit. The force of the crowd pushed him there. It was so much force that, like, people was just, I was pinned. I was pinned to people on the door. You can look up behind you a little bit and tell tell you, stop, stop, stop. But the pressure was so forceful trying to go through two doors that people was climbing on top of people to get out of there. After experiencing that trauma, how are you doing today? My body hurt. (laughs) My back hurt. My knees hurt. My wrists hurt. Even the back of my jacket. When I looked at the back of my jacket this morning, you could see the footprints on my sweater and on my jacket. Mm. Like, you literally, like... Ma'am, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Switzer said he was traumatized enough that he has vowed to never go to another indoor concert again. It's not nothing I want to be part of again, ever, unless it's going somewhere outside at an amusement park or something, but never inside again. Rochester police say they are interviewing some of the surviving victims, security staff, and anyone else who might be able to shed light on exactly what happened. Governor Kathy Hochul's proposal to increase the number of charter schools in New York is getting pushback from members of the public education community. As WXXI's Karen DeWitt reports, Hochul says the changes are minor and should not be causing any upset. Hochul wants to lift the regional cap on the number of charter schools in New York City and allow the licenses of charter schools that have closed in the past few years to be reissued to new ones. The change would allow for about 85 more charter schools across the state. The leaders of the state's major teachers' union say that's a bad idea. United Federation of Teachers President Michael Mulgrew says Hochul is making the same mistakes many of her predecessors did. We cannot believe we're here having these conversations again when it is clear that parents in the community really do not want an expansion of charters at this point in time because they understand that the resources are being drained from the public schools. Most charters do not employ unionized workers. Mulgrew says charter schools, which under state law are required to be funded by public school districts, often cherry-pick students from a community. He says the schools seldom provide services for children whose families may be homeless or do not speak English as their first language language, and they can expel rule-breaking students who must then re-enter the public schools. 
Even the state's education commissioner, Betty Rosa, is skeptical. At a recent joint legislative budget hearing, Rosa questioned why so many charter schools are created in black and brown neighborhoods, but seldom in predominantly white areas. If it's such a wonderful uh, experiment, then let me see it in places that embrace it other than communities of color. Charter school operators have been largely silent about the proposed changes, but some have come to the Capitol in recent days to support it. Marian Raka is CEO of the Black Latinx Asian Charter Collaborative. Charter schools are one of the most innovative and impactful tools that the legislature has created to deal with the educational inequities that face our communities. The legislature now has an opportunity to evolve that strategy by correcting a missed opportunity to put that tool in the hands of the community it was most intended to impact and help. Raka and other supporters and board members of the collaborative say the expansion is an opportunity for people of color to be in charge of more charter schools. Raka says only 6% of the state's charter schools are currently operated by non-whites and few of the teachers are black or brown. Her group would like to change that. They plan to meet with the legislature's black, Puerto Rican, Hispanic, and Asian caucus to try to get them on board with Hochul's plan. In Albany, Karen DeWitt, WXXI News. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.